Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and another good morning. Good morning to my ladies, and guess what? And good morning to my gentlemen. Amen. Welcome to the podcast of the Matters of the Heart with Bishop Sharon Jones. This is my podcast live number two, and I am yet excited about what God is doing in this season of my life. In this season, I'm 69 years old, and look what the Lord is doing. Don't let anyone tell you that you're too old or you're not smart enough or incapable of doing what you know the Lord has spoken to you. Did God say it? That's what you want to know. Did God say it? And you know he said it. Then write down what he said and ask him to make it plain so that you and somebody else will understand it. Amen. God will see you help. Let me tell you something. God will see you. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know how to do everything. I don't know everything. I don't know how to do everything. Amen. But God will send you help to bring that vision and that dream to life. You don't believe it? Try it. And before you know it, you will have a team. Did you hear what I say? You will have a team working with you. Yes, you will. God will do it. Just make sure that God said it. And if God said it, the provisions are already made. Amen. Today is the second of many uh, live podcasts that uh, I'm going to be doing. And we're going to have a wonderful time together. Amen. We're going to have a wonderful time together. And I want to thank each of you for joining me this wonderful day. Today is going to be phenomenal. That's my word. Phenomenal. Will you say that with me? Phenomenal. Come on, ring it out in your house. Ring it out in your cards. It's going to be phenomenal. I have a very special guest joining me this morning. An awesome woman, an anointed and powerful woman called and sent by God to be a blessing. Amen. To be a blessing in this time. Oh, we're going to have a phenomenal time Grab your She Leads cup if you already have purchased it or your favorite cup until you purchase your She Leads cup and relax. How many of you, how many of you watch the Waltons? Do you watch the Waltons? I, the Waltons is one of my favorite, oh my God, one of my favorite television programs. It is. Bishop, Bishop, he said, are you watching the Waltons again? I said, yes. Well, didn't you watch that same episode last week? Yes. Maybe I missed something this week, uh, last week, that I'm going to catch this week. But the Waltons is my favorite television program. And in their family time, they all gather around the radio and listen to the news and listen to the music and just enjoy. Let's be the Waltons this morning, all right? One big, happy family. Get you a comfortable spot. Put your feet up and listen, or if you're driving in your cars, listen and enjoy. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You watch and see. It's going to be great. Well, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right back after this announcement. 
I didn't have no eggs, but I had a little bit of applesauce. And yes, I have my cup of tea. Yes, applesauce. Uh Amen. Praise God. I did eat something, Mother. Applesauce. Tell us what that means to thine own self be true. 
Well, first of all, Bishop Mother, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to share this platform with you. And I believe it's powerful and it's inspiring so many people. But to answer your question, and, and I'm going to say it many times today, but um, the meaning of to thou self be true is a commonly mistaken uh, phrase that people, many people think came from the Bible. And it's be- but the person that actually came out with this, his name is William Shakespeare Hammond. He actually quoted that. He made that quote. And because he said this quote so many times and because he quoted so many verses from the Bible um, in my studies, I find out he quoted over 2000 verses in his writing. And because of that, people assumed that to thyself, um, own self to thyself, um, it came from the word, but it did not come from the word. But how many of you know that it is a powerful quote and it's something that we need to to actually pay attention to. So to me, for me, so my definition, my definition in my studies and in my walk and in my journey, when I talk about um, to thou own self be true, what do that mean? For me, it means knowing your truth and walking in your truth. Knowing your truth and walking in your truth. Oh, somebody need to write that that down. Knowing your truth and walking in your truth. Mm. Yes, Bishop. And so so. I know that we have so many um, definitions and so many people can make a comment about it, but it's not so much being real about who you are. Like we normally say with the bragging, right? Oh, I know who I am. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. This is me. And this is what you get. How you see me. That's what you get. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about walking around and, you know, saying, girl, bye. I'm being real. You don't like me. You, I'm being real. I'm not talking about that. It's not a person bragging or boasting that they're so real until they rude at all. I'm going ahead of myself. I'm going ahead of myself, Bishop Mother. I'm going to slow it down just a little bit. But because we need to understand. You are rude. Rude, yes. Because sometimes, think about it, Mother. Um, Sometimes when we talk about being true to ourselves and being true and being real, we can become off rude to other people and not asking for the wisdom of God, even how to display and manifest the realness and the truth of ourselves. But if we don't know who we are, we mm. actually live out a lie. I'm going ahead of myself, but we'll live out a lie that other people said to us or what the enemy says about us. Mm. Yeah, so because of if the truth be told, if the truth be told, many of us are walking out lies of the enemy or the thoughts of other people. And that's the that's 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 just being real. So to be true, that go ahead, mother. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You you talking this morning. Go ahead. But so to be true to ourselves means for me. And I truly believe the Lord led this in my heart and I've been walking in this for some years in my journey is knowing my truth and walking in my truth. And so I had to unlayer all the lies and all the deceitness and all the all the things that I had that I was living out. I had to find the truth first. And that's what we're going to talk about today is finding your truth, because a lot of times the truth that we're living is really not the truth. It's a lie. Wow. Wow. Amen. Knowing Amen. your truth. Knowing your and truth. Walking in your truth. And yes. finding and finding your truth. Amen. Finding your we truth. Can, that we cannot allow other people to tell us what the truth of us is. 
what the Absolutely. truth of our life is. We've got to know it and we've got to walk in it. We've got to find it. We've got to know it. And then we've got to walk in it. Because if you start walking in some of this stuff that people tell you that you ought to be doing for your life, you understand, and, and you'll be all out there, especially if they don't like you. Oh, my God, they'll take you down. Absolutely. Absolutely. they take you Absolutely. down a boulevard, and it's not going to be blessed boulevard. Absolutely. And not only what other people says about us, but what do the enemy says about us? What do we say about oh, ourselves? If yes. we do not know our truth, we can lie to our own self. So we are worst critic. We are worst great enemy. So sometimes it's That's not right. about what That's other right. people are saying right. about us. Right. It's about what we said about ourselves. It's not That's about it. what even what the enemy says about us. It's about what we said to ourselves. It's not what what other people says, which I do um, teach on, you know, there is some things, even Jesus says, what do the other men say about me? What do you, what do you say about me? So if uh -huh. Jesus asked a question, surely uh -huh. we should ask the question too. But the question we ask about other people should not paralyze us or make us paralyzed in one place. We should use the information to make ourselves better, but not to make ourselves bitter. So we do need to know and especially for the ones that we know we make ourselves accountable to or we know that love us and it's going to be real and true to us. But I'm not talking about really that today. True. But really mm -hmm. true with you. Truth with us. Mm -hmm. So because truth mm -hmm. will take you further than a lie. Come on here, somebody. Oh, oh my goodness. Right. Truth will take Come you so somebody. much further from a lie. But sometimes we are living out the truth that the enemy says about us and what mm. others says about us. And then also what we said to ourselves and a lot of times, and we're going to deal with that today. A lot of times the, what we're believing about ourselves is nothing but lies. And so we live out that lie. Mm. What hinders us from being true to ourselves? Oh, mother, I'm glad you asked that question. What hinder us from being true to ourselves? The first uh -huh. and first and foremost, what hinder us is lies, lies, lies that we believe lies that we live and lies that we teach so the first oh, time before, before before you can live a thing you got to believe it first oh good god from science right. <laughs> right. before you can live a thing you have to believe a thing so the first thing the enemy ever told you was a lie the next mm. thing he told you was a lie and the very last thing he gonna tell you is a lie it's and a so lie. what happened is once we believe the lie we live the lie and then we teach the lie how do you what do you mean, Pastor Teresa, when you say that? Because once the enemy tells you that you're ugly and you're not you're not worthy and you're you're nothing and you're beneath people, mm -hmm. and we believe that we now live that lie. How do we live the lie? It manifests in our behavior. So if I believe that I'm nothing, I will live like I'm nothing. Come on here, somebody. Wow. And you then when I many, you know that how ahead, many mother. women and also men, but me, women especially. Have people lied to you and told you you ugly? And Absolutely. You, you said that good, and you walk in that lie, and you can be just as beautiful, amen, you can be just as beautiful as you ever want to be on the inside and outside, but because someone said you're ugly, all the whole, yeah. you're, you're growing up, all you heard was, oh, you the little black sheep in the family, oh, you ugly, mm -hmm. oh, you this, oh, you fat, oh, you, you too, do you know people can tell you, oh, you too skinny, I wish somebody had ever said to me, you too skinny, that would have been, <laughs> <laughs> God, that would have just been beautiful if they said, but you hear that so much. And you said it. Absolutely. A lie. You live the lie. A you lie. believe the lie. 
you, and, and, and you teach the lie. Well, I'm ugly. No, you're you teach not. The lie. Yes, go ahead, baby. And so, the, the, but the thing about it is, mother, the the the, the system that system of lies has mm-hmm. a way of paralyzing us and hindering us to even believe the truth what God says about us. So think about the spiritual warfare that many of us, especially women, see our mind is the devil's workshop. My grandma used to say that all the time. Our mind is the uh, is the devil's workshop. And so if he constantly bombarding our thoughts and then we and, and then he used people to display what he says or what they're thinking and that's all we hear Nine ten, nine ten. We're gonna believe it. We're gonna live it, and then we're gonna teach it. We're gonna right. teach it. And how do we teach? Now, how we move from living to teaching? Because now, if I believe that I'm nothing and I walk around like I'm nothing, now I teach other people how to treat me like nothing. Come on, here, somebody. Mm. So mm. you believe that you're nothing, then you live like you're nothing, and then you teach other people to treat you like you're nothing. So that's what the first say? thing. We are the lies hinder us. The next thing, the next thing that hinder us is insecurities. So now watch this. When you believe the lies, live the lies, and you teach the lie, now it creates these insecurities. Now we walk in doubt. Now we walk in fear. Because now these things are going to hinder us for being believing and knowing the truth about ourselves. And so from there. Here you go. You went from lies. You went from insecurities. Now you got strongholds. Mm. Now strongholds become a hindrance in our life. What are strongholds? How do they manifest? They manifest in jealousy, envy, controlling, slothfulness, slothfulness, and lazy. And the list goes on. There is a system. There's a system that has been placed and we had to dismantle that system. If we really ever going to ever live out our truth and and believe our truth and live out our truth, then we got to dismantle the system. And that system comes in lies, insecurities and in strongholds. And the list goes on and on. Women It's something about women. It's something about women. Women incubate incubate things you understand absolutely we were made our bodies were made to carry babies and women incubate things and we carry it and then guess what and then we birth it you you said that you said that what you say the lies we live it and believe it and 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 then those things that we incubate and carry and we birth it brings about strongholds and insecurities in our life and and until we can shake our own self of these lies we're going to mm-hmm. carry this mm-hmm. baby around on our head. But you know, it's something about a woman. Can't, can't, a woman can't carry a, 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 nobody can carry a baby on their hip like a woman can. We can take that baby and no. throw it on mm-hmm. our hip and we'd be walking one side. You understand? And, we, and that's what will happen if we believe the lies and insecurities and the strongholds that come in our life. We'll start carrying them around, not on our hips, but in our hearts. But you know what, mother, so powerful what you have said. Now, yes, you, you you said it correct. We women, we actually incubators. What an incubator does to something, to a baby or anything, to a vision, it nurture, 
it nurture. When you incubate something, you nurture it. So if we nurture our pain, we nurture our insecurities, it grows. And that's when it becomes a very stronghold. So a lot of times when we don't deal with these things, that's layers and layers, the stuff that lies dormant in our life, what happened is we nurtured that pain. That's the reason why a lot of women can't forgive their husband because they nurture their pain. Why they can't forgive their father because they nurture their pain. Why they can't forgive their mother because they nurture their pain. Anything you nurture grows. And when it grows, it grows stronger. And so now when you're ready to shift, it don't want to shift with you because it's stronger. And sometimes you, what you feed will get strength. What you feed gets strength. And so a lot of times when you talk about incubator and we talk about nurturing, we as women, we nurture everything. We nurture our children. We nurture our man. We nurture our jobs. We nurture our ministry. We nurture everything. So we got to make sure that we're not nurturing the things that are dysfunctional in our life. And those things become strongholds in our life. We got to make sure we don't nurture those things, mother, because it's good that we nurture our children. But are you nurturing them healthy? Are you nurture them healthy? You can nurture something unhealthy. That's and a lot right. of times as women, we have to pay attention. You said something very key. You said we got to get to a place that we can shake ourselves. But sometimes we might we may not able to shake ourselves. Sometimes somebody else got to shake us. Got to shake sometimes us. Sometimes we don't and have slap the us. slap us what slap the <laughs> taste out of our mouth. Amen. And sometimes we don't have the ability to recognize those things. I have, I mentor a lot of women and I, you know, as pastors and a mentor and life coach and a business coach. And I see this all the time. And I tell my, even my clients, I know everything I do is ministry to me. So if you come to me, even as a client and I can see your behavior can actually uh, pour over into your business, I'm going to deal with those things that I can seek and nurture that you may turn, uh, that you may come over into your business because a lot of times we, when we, we when we don't deal with these things, mother, those things uh, pour over in everything that we do. Everything that we do. It's not in just one area. It's in everything that we do. It's in ministry. It's in our family. It's in our marriage. It's in our parenting. So we have to make sure that we dismantle the lies and the insecurities and the strongholds and making sure that we're not nurturing stuff that don't need to be nurtured. All right. You know, I I, um, I was listening as you were talking, and I know that uh, in this listening audience, know <laughs> that there are some women that are on here that are that are nurturing um, hurts and pains of of men in the past that they mm-hmm. cannot shake, and they've incubated it so long, and they've carried it so long until if they of at if a good man come into their life, they've nurtured that and they've carried that so long. They carry that hurt and their pain into into their marriage, and they start birthing. They start birthing crazy stuff into what? their marriage. You understand? And we've got to learn how to shake it off. You've got to, you've got to learn how to say to yourself, "This man didn't hurt me." Or if a brother is listening on here, this woman didn't hurt me. So I've got to, and sometimes, you know, and you said it right, sometimes we need people to slap the fire out of us, not physically. Mother, first of all, let's, I did not want to say slap the fire. Not you physically. Don't, you don't want to say that, not me. All right. 
But you know what, mother? I, I I would like to share something about that. I when, when me and my husband, we've been married going on 19 years. And when we first got married, I was that person. Yes, I was delivered for a year and a half, ain't been in a relationship a year and a half. And that was a miracle for me. But that ain't the testimony I want to give this morning. But that's a whole nother story. But my point is I was I was delivered and I was, you know, having to talk to a man. And so when my husband came along, he asked me to marry him. I was so excited and all this kind of stuff. We get married. Amen. God bless you. But then when when trouble came or challenges came, I quickly was easy to tell him, you know where the door, you know where the door hit, let the good Lord split you. I was constantly, anytime we got into some type of challenge or hard discussion, I was quickly trying to move him on. So because now that lie that I feel like I don't know, don't make gonna just drop me, ain't nobody gonna just leave me. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to leave the relationship first before you leave me. So that dysfunctional thinking was that I still nurtured. I brought that into my marriage. And here he is. He's saying, why every time we get in a disagreement, you ready to get rid of me? What it oh. was, it was a defense. It was a defense mechanism that wow. I was using to protect myself. And so you're absolutely right. If you don't deal with these things, guess what's going to happen when God want to bring your husband or he bring your husband along, you'll run him away because you got all these bad relationships and all these different all right. things that you went through right. in the past and you bring it into this relationship. Bring it in. But if right. you bring it and you're, you're actually self, watch this. You will actually self sabotage yourself. Mm. You will self sabotage your relationships. And a lot of times I know this for a fact because the Holy Ghost just gave it to me that a lot mm. of times people on that were that's listening, sometimes before things be way before, you know, women we see things way beforehand. But sometimes right. our pain see things way beforehand. And wow. now we self-sabotage. So I'm gonna destroy this relationship with my with my attitude mm. or my impatience or whatever it may be. We mm. gotta make sure that we don't self-sabotage our own dreams, our own hopes, our own deliverance. All if right. you talk yourself out of deliverance, All okay, right. that I can never change. Let me tell you something, Bishop. If you tell yourself that you will never change, that's self-sabotage. Oh. You self-sabotaging your own self because uh-huh. you're already telling you, you are to convince yourself that you can't get delivered. You are to convince yourself, no, there's nobody out there to love you. You are to convince yourself Already. that you can never change. Yes. So you got to make sure that we as women, and women, we are good at that. Come on, ladies. I need to talk to my ladies right now. We are good at self-sabotaging dreams, vision, hope, and purpose. We mm. self-sabotage ourselves because we still believe the lies of the enemy. Mm. Still so we got to be very much. We still believe the lies, mother. We still believe the lies. That's right. And and you know what? There is some some woman sitting out there this morning that's self-sabotaging yourself. Mm. You've got to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. You've got to say, I'm going to be free. Yeah. I'm tired of not not just letting other people mess me up. I'm tired of letting my own self mess me up. Absolutely. It's time Go ahead. It is mother, you know, the, the crazy thing about all this, we're good. Now watch this, ladies. Watch this, my brothers. We're good at talking about what other people did to us. But we don't talk about what we do to ourselves. Mm. We we're good at talking about to how other people self hurt, be true. To our own self Woo. be true to thyself, please, God. Oh because God. it's much easier to talk about what people have done to us 
and what yes. we, what the people have said to us versus yes. being honest and being true what we have done what to ourselves. I can testify. I have self-sabotaged many relationships um, in my past and then I did some things only to myself. Now, it where it started is because I was hurt, because the rape, because the molestation. Those things plant seeds in your life. But the thing about it is God is so perfect. Our lives are not perfect, but God is perfect. And if God we don't put ourselves in a place that we can be taught, that we can be, that someone else sometimes got to dismantle some things and point out some things to us. If we walk around, we carrying that stuff and we're just bringing it into relationship, into ministry, into business, into relationships. We'll keep, you know what? That's where that generational curse thing comes from. Mm. That's where you, you just pass down, pass down all these lies to your children, to your grandkids, because you're not free. So we mm. have to really be mindful, Bishop, that if we ever going to be true to ourselves and walk out the truth, we got to find out what is the truth first. And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Well, do we know our true or our truths? Uh, do we know God's true or truth concerning us? That's a big question. It's a very big question, and it's a needed question, and this is the thing. And it, it for, for us to literally to try to start dismantling this lies, we got to find out what the truth is. To know what is the truth is, to know the, to know what the truth is, we got to know what God says about us. Um, oh we're a lot of times, Bishop, Mother. Um, I can only speak for myself and the many women that I mentor and, and coach. A lot of times it starts when we was a child. We start, we know this, but there's some things we haven't do our due diligence yet. We haven't did our due diligence and we don't do our due diligence and really be truthful. There's some things I had to admit about myself to somebody else. I had to really admit, I'm, I'm going to give a prime example. I was the child came up and when I grew up, I, I was not the person that got overlooked. So I didn't deal with rejection like that. So I always got noticed. And so watch this. But the notice I got was dysfunctional. So I had this shape. I had this beauty and all this good stuff there. And I had all this curves and stuff. So that brought a lot of attention. Watch this. So now I get older. I didn't like attention because the attention that I received all my life was always pain and hurt. So I didn't deal with rejection. I dealt with I, the enemy played with my mind and made me stop, think. And I believed it and I lived it and I taught it that I was born only for people pleasure. I was born wow. for only people pleasure because wow. of all the attention that I received. So how wow. did I get to the place where I am now? I had to start dismantling those lies. Yes. And how did yes. I dismantle those lies? I had to find out what God said about me. I had to wow. find out what God Ooh, thought that's good. was that's towards me. I, I had to find out because you can't be true to yourself if all what you have within yourself is lies. So how yeah. do you dismantle the lies? You got to know the truth that God says about you, his thoughts that he has towards yes. you. 
You need to, and then the last thing is, Bishop, is you got to take God at his word. Now, it's one thing you read God's word. A lot of us, we read God's word, but do we take God at his word as it's true? Are we taking it, embracing it, and living that thing out? It took me years, Bishop, do you hear me? It took me years, not only to dismantle the lies, not only to find out what God truth truth was not only to find out what his thoughts was towards me now i had to embrace and believe what god said about me and i that only how only then and only how at that time i was really truly to be able to dismantle all the lies and all that so the bible talks about the first thing one of the first verses that God showed me, they said, you want to know how I feel about you? Go to John three sixteen. Let me show you how I feel about you. Go to John three sixteen. He what says, for said? this is how God loved the world. Good God, oh, my that my he God. gave his, oh, this, what, oh, good God, I'm about to shout up in this room right here. That's the first thing God showed. Come on here, somebody. Mother, listen here, watch this. God says, he said, the first thing I need you to understand is that I love you so much. I gave my only begotten son for you. He said, so if you want to know what I feel about you, if you want to know what my thoughts towards you, know this. I gave my only begotten son for you because that's how much I love you. I love you so much. And so I gave my own precious person, my own precious soul, my own precious son towards you to live, to die, to Suffer the gold be crucified on the cross just for you. Good God from Zion. Good God from Zion. Good yes, God from Zion. I need you to tell somebody. You got to tell yourself. Say, self, God loved me so much. He gave his only begotten son. So that's the first truth. That's the first thing that you need to know. That God loved you so much. He gave his son that, that, for that you. That squashes that lie. That lie right there that don't nobody love me. the world. So what, what you mean so love? He said, I love you past your issue. I love you past your mistakes. I love you yeah, past yeah, yeah. what you have done. I love you past your failures. I love you past what you did last night because I gave my son, my only begotten son, not just one of them, my only begotten son. How many mm. would give our only child to oh, sacrifice God. them for the world? Old. That's what God did for us. That was the first thing, mother, that God showed me. He said, that let me show you if you really want to understand, if you want to take me at my truth, you really don't understand what I feel towards you. I feel towards you so strongly. My love for you is so strongly until I gave my only begotten son. And then he says, he said, not only I gave my only begotten son, he said, when I made you, when I made you, the Bible said in Genesis 1 and 31, then God looked over all what he made and he saw it was very good. Hit somebody. So when he made me, he made me very good. So my pimples, my breath, my hips, whatever's on me, he made me and he said it was very good. That's very the first, good. that's the second thing. 
That's the yes. second thing that God said about me. He said, okay, now you understand that I gave my only begotten son for you, but understand this, I made you just the way you are. Your big nose, your bright skin, and skinny, and all these hips, whatever your figure is, God said, when I made you, I made you good. And he said, the Bible said he looked back. I'm paraphrasing right here, but he looked back and he looked at his word. He said, very good. Come on, somebody. He said, very good. He didn't just say good. He said, very good. Very so, good. So, so, so when good. the enemy tells when the, when, the, when the enemy tells you that you're nothing and you look like this. Now watch this. You got to dismantle. Watch this for you to understand this. You got to dismantle all the lies. And how you dismantle is take God at his word. When yes. you take God at his word, that means you're studying his word. You can't take him at his word if you're not in his word. Come on. God you can't take him at his word if you're not in his word. The next thing, oh God, good God, man, and I love God so much because even now, can I let me go ahead and put a pen right here? Even now, even now, even all this confidence, and even God, this is what God showed me over 20 some years ago. But do you know I had to remind myself of this? Because the enemy, because watch this, I was unsaved longer than I was saved. And because mm-hmm. this mind is just like your your computer, the hard drive, the hard drive have pop-ups. Watch this, somebody. Your hard drive have pop-ups. Have you ever deleted something off your computer and you say, you know, I want it to be in trash or you want this software to be off your computer and all of a sudden mm-hmm. there's a pop-up? So the enemy has a way of popping up insecurities. He has a way of popping up thoughts that you thought about yourself or what people said about you. So even now, even now, when I have a moment and I get into this place or I get in this place that because of what I've done or because of things are not um, adding up the way I wanted to add up. Guess what, mother? I had to constantly dismantle every day. It's a dismantle. So you're trying to say, Pastor Teresa, what are you saying? So to maintain, for once, once you get delivered and once you dismantle stuff, how do you continue and maintain your deliverance and your freedom? How do you maintain that? Because it's a daily thing that you got to do. A lot of times, Bishop, a lot of times we want to do things one time. Mm-hmm. That one time is not going to get it. That mm-hmm. one time was the initiator. That was the initiator. But now you got to maintain it. How do you maintain it? How, what you did to get delivered? Did you get to the altar and pray and call on Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? Jesus? Well, you got to keep doing that, baby. You got to keep doing it. Keep you gotta, it baby. Come on here. That's you got to keep That's doing it. it. You know what? I, I, I was listening to when you were talking about those pop up. All those pop-up insecurities would come. I know it's a, this is a story. But I remember when um, our chief apostle, he, he suffered with uh, blood clots in his legs. And, and the, the blood clots would bring so much pain. And, and he would be going down. And, and his mother, one day when he had one of those pain experiences, his mother, he said she came out of the room speaking in tongues. And the Lord said, I've healed him that it might be assigned to him. Well, this is what happened oh, to him one day. When, one day when he was at work, he was working at the Flowers Baking Company, and when he was at work, he said one day that same pain hit him in the leg. Now, this is after when God said, I had, I've healed you, that it might be assigned wow. to you. And he said that pain hit him, and he started going down. But this is 
what happened. He remembered that he had been healed. My Lord. He remembered that he had been set free. And what we must do when those insecurities pop up, we've got to remember and then we've got to open our mouths and speak out. God has delivered me from this. And you will not bring this back. We've got to get some, some backbone and start talking to the devil and start telling this devil, I've been delivered from this. God has brought, and then you have to speak this daily. Mm. It's nothing wrong with you saying every day I've been delivered. Hey, people say, well, you shouldn't have to say the same thing. Yes, I do. Because the devil is one that you got to keep reminding him. Listen, young woman. Listen, middle-aged woman. Listen, old woman. <laughs> Amen. We've got to learn how to speak what God has done. And then and, and then hold on to what God has done and walk in what God has done and stay free. Dismantle it. How do you dismantle? Don't look for somebody else to dismantle it for you. You do it for yourself. You speak. I don't need you to tell me I ain't hurting no more. I can speak for myself and say that does not hurt me no more because God has delivered me. And oh, this has been good. How oh, you? God. I know, I know you're being blessed with Pastor Teresa. Ah, uh, yes, I know who I know you are. Uh, this has been a blessing. I want you to stay right there. We're going to have our final announcement break, and we'll be right back with Pastor Teresa Burden and our final question to her in the Matters of the Heart with, uh, podcast with best, uh, Pastor Sharon Jones. We'll be right back. We pray you enjoyed this podcast and would like you to share, subscribe, and follow the Manage the Heart podcast for weekly episodes. Remember, we are taking this journey together. Don't forget to go to www.spcjministries.org to join our mailing list. God bless you and may he give you strength for your journey. Oh, we're back with my special guest, Pastor Teresa Burton. I know, uh, Pastor Teresa, that your discussion has blessed and helped so many this morning. Some are struggling with being true to whom God has called them to be and not what other people have spoken to them or the lies that the devil is speaking to them. Amen. And we, we bless the Lord for you this morning. But how do we, listen, I want to ask you this final question. I know that you've, you've touched on it, but I want you to, to talk on, just speak on this again here. How do we be true to ourselves? Bishop, how do we be true to ourselves? First, we must know what we believe. What do you believe? Mm. Do you know what you believe? Um, and I say that, and, and I don't mean this to be immature or uh, elementary, but I find that working with women and even with my own self, that sometimes if we don't know what we believe, we, it's going to be very hard for us to be true to ourselves. We need to be true to ourselves. And how we do that is first and foremost, what do you believe? What do you believe by yourself? Now, what do you believe? If those things that you believe about yourself is lies, then we already talked about the dismantle. We already talked about how do we dismantle that we got to get in his word. And once we get in his word, we got to take God as his truth. Watch this. Bishop said it a little bit earlier that you got to remind yourself. You got to remind yourself. It's nothing wrong reminding yourself of what God says about you. It's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that. You got to remind yourself in this walk with all these different things that we are faced, the struggles, the challenge, the insecure, all this. Watch this. But I want to, can I just bust somebody a bubble? 
<laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about real quickly, real quickly, Bishop, deliverance. So when I get to the place, I walk out my deliverance. I go to the altar, man and woman of God, pray for me, slay me in the spirit. And, and, and I feel that thing lift off of me. What happens when I go home? What happens when I go home? When I go home, what do I do? What, what what do I do to maintain what I receive at the altar or in your bedroom or in your shower or in your car? What do I do to maintain those things? One of the things that you first, like I said, you got to dismantle. You got to know what you believe. Once you understand what you believe, then you got to protect and surround and protect your gateways. So now you got to remove yourself from talking toxic situation if it's relationships or environment now let's say oh my toxic relationship is my husband now i can't now you can't leave your husband now now, i'm not the one to tell you to leave your husband now don't say pastor t say leave toxic relationship well you knew that was toxic when you walked into that i'm not gonna deal with that (laughs) let me leave that alone let let me leave that alone let me finish let me answer this question good god provide Oh God, y'all pulling on me, y'all pulling on me. So how to be true to ourselves? We got a first one. We got to know what we believe. And then the next thing is you got to embrace. What? Mm. Can I bust a bubble real quick right here? You got to embrace that you you have flaws. You got to embrace that. Everybody have flaws. But we also need to work to be flawless. Mm. So now once I embrace that I have flaws, now I have to work towards to be a flawless. The problem is sometimes we're walking in denial about the very thing that we know about ourselves. So to be true to ourselves, to be really true to ourselves, we literally need to embrace our flaws and say, you know what? I got flaws. I, 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 have, some, I have some issues. I do have a, a rebellious issue. But now let me work towards not being rebellious. That's it. That don't mean you stay there just because you embrace and you 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 acknowledge your flaws. Let's use that. Let's remove that word from embrace to acknowledge. Let's acknowledge our flaws, but we got to go from acknowledgement to mo- moving towards uh, 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 flawless. Because if God said, be ye holy, that I am holy, it is possible for us to be holy. The problem is, it's not possible when we were trying to please our flesh and please God at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. Watch this. The next thing is understanding, understanding that our mistakes, we have made mistakes. One of the things I find, mother, that a lot of people, including myself, that the enemy brings back to our memory as a pop-up is our mistakes. But what I want you to embrace and I want you to acknowledge that you made mistakes, but you're not a mistake. How do we be true to ourselves? We got to understand that we did make mistakes. We got to acknowledge our mistakes, but we got to know that we're not a mistake. We got to recognize our weakness. We got to not only recognize our weakness, but we got to strengthen our weakness. It goes back to the flaws. You know, how do we true to ourselves? We got to strengthen our weakness. How do we strengthen our weakness? That's yes. where you got to do self-care. What is self-care? Sometimes self-care, maybe got to go sit on somebody's couch and talk to somebody. Sometimes yes. we got to sit Ugh. down and talk to somebody and work out and, and allow somebody to help you navigate through the hard things that you're not able to do. What, watch this. Can, yes. can I just put some pin right here? Why did, G, why did people go to Jesus and get healed? If they can do it themselves, they wouldn't need Jesus. They had to go to him to get healing. 
why he why the bible says call for the elders of the church sometimes you have to call somebody else you got to call somebody you got to call for some help help me jesus i'm not trying to be on the island by myself and handle this thing by myself so that's how you strengthen your weakness you strengthen your weakness may come through somebody else maybe i'm not strong enough to deal with this thing that's being true to yourself recognizing that you're not strong enough to handle this thing by yourself you got to be true to yourself Watch this. Let me say mm-hmm. this before you go. Let me say this. And 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 when you going to somebody, you can't go to your peers. Oh no! Oh no. Who, no! No 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 no! You no, can't no, go no. to them mm-hmm. that got as many problems as you. No. Because those no, peers, no, no. they're going to tell you what's going to keep you right there where they are because right. they're not delivered. So you think they want you to be delivered? Stop going and sitting down at other people, on other, on your friend, on your BFF couch mm-hmm. and just spilling your heart out to, to her about what you're going through. Baby, both of y'all need to be in somebody's office sitting on a couch stretched out with your feet up with a pillow behind <laughs> your head and said, this is my problem. Can you help me out, please? Absolutely. Stop mother, that's talking what... to the peers. The peers will get you in trouble. Absolutely. And the, the problem is, mother, you know, you got to know you, your, your peers cannot make you accountable. Ah. They, they can't make you accountable watch this i tell ladies my mentees all my mentees i tell them i said stop going to people to make you accountable in the very thing that they need accountability in too mm. you can't go to somebody if they struggling in their flesh and you struggling in your flesh how they gonna make you accountable they're gonna start justifying what you're doing they're gonna they're gonna start saying girl you know god knows your heart he know everybody everybody struggles everybody got everybody falls short before the glory of God, everybody falls short. Peers can't make have, you accountable. They can't make you accountable. Peers cannot make no. you accountable. That I believe mm. that we should have peers relationships. I do believe that, but you gotta yes. know who you can go to to make you accountable for the very thing. There's some yes. things I do, and I, there's things I have accountability. I have different levels of accountability. I have leadership accountability. I have my peers accountability, and I have followers accountability. You need to have three levels of accountability. That's leadership, their peers, and their follow. if you have followers. And followers can be your mentees. It could be your children. Sometimes it can be other people. And I'm, when I say accountability is, if when I say peers accountability, you got to have friendship. I don't have friendships with people and my peers that's going to uh, condone or justify any wrong things I do. I make sure that's not on my list. If you justify me, if you if you you make excuses for me, you're not my friend. You can't be my friend. Because I need friends that love watch this. I need fr- friends that love me and my purpose, not just me. Come on. Not just me. Oh, oh, oh y'all I, I just lost somebody when I said that. You need people, your peers and people in your life, your circles. There's three levels of, of circles. You got your outer court, your inner court, and your behind the veil people. You got to make no. sure the pe- the different levels of accountabilities that you have, they love you and they love your purpose. Because if they love you, only you, then there are sometimes people that just only love you but don't love your purpose, they'll allow you to mess up your purpose. Okay? That's right. But if you love me, and you love my purpose, you love my family, you love the things that I love that is important to me, that means that when you see me going down the path, I'm making a decision that's, right. that's going to hurt my family, you're going to tell me, no, you can't do that because you're going to hurt your family because I love your family and I love you. 
But if I, if you, right. if you don't love my family and you don't love my purpose and you don't love my assignment and you only love me, you allow me to mess up. And you're not going to think about, you know what, in the morning, you're going to regret what you did because now this can actually jeopardize your assignment. So when you talk about accountability, mother, you got to make sure that the people that's in your life is available and can make you accountable. You you know, I believe that you should have friends. I don't I'm not knocking that. But when it comes down to you're falling or you need to reach for the stars and you need to make sure uh, you need to grow in areas, you got to make sure that you are surround yourself with people that's going to influence you to grow in those areas. Right. But mother, I got a couple more points. Amen. So once you, once you strengthen your weakness, now you got to believe you got to believe in yourself. Yes. There's nothing like when we get into the place where we believe in ourselves. I believe in what I do. And I, yes. so by me believing what I do, I stop feeding and creating lies. Yeah. Uh, I stop feeding. I stop feeding lies and I stop creating lies. What you mean, Pastor Teresa? I stop feeding those things that the enemy constantly every now and then to come back and say to me or bring pop ups in me. And then I don't create lies. So you don't want to create lies. And so insecurities have a way of creating lies. I have this message, um, a whole message I'm getting ready to do a series on about are you dangerous? Insecure people can be some dangerous people. Dangerous. They can be very dangerous. Insecure people can be some dangerous people. The next thing I want to leave with you, my last two things I want to leave with you is you have to, and I said this a little bit earlier, but I want to give a little more clarity on this. You have to renew your mind daily with the word of God. You have to renew. The Bible said, take, let this mind be in you. That's also in Christ Jesus. Let that word, let means allow. You got to allow the word to renew you. You got to allow the word to renew your mind because your mind is not going to renew itself. You have to renew your mind daily with his word. And my last thing, Bishop, my last thing, Bishop, is to walk out your truth. You must manage your thoughts and your triggers. Did you hear what I said? You have to, to walk out your truth, to walk out your truth. You have to manage your thoughts and your triggers. First of all, you got to know what your triggers are. Okay. Everybody, everybody on this live, on this call, we should know what our triggers are. You, what, the first before you know your triggers are, you got to manage your thoughts. You can't let your mind just wander. The Bible said, cast down strong imagination. Cast it down. Don't let that thought fluster. Don't let that thought grow. And then you got to manage your triggers. You got to know what triggers you to be insecure. You got to know what triggers you to be angry. You got to know what triggers you to go into this self-pity party. You got to know those things. And once you know those things, then it's, it's going it's to be easy for you to manage those things. I would like to say to you as we close, as I'm closing out, and I, again, Bishop, I thank God for you. I thank God for God allowing me you, with this platform to minister to the women. Ladies, God does not desire for us to walk through our life just struggling and, and, and right. being dis- confused right. and dysfunctional, God, God. dysfunctional or toxic. He don't desire. You got to be honest where you are. Right. You right. must be honest right. where you are. You got to, for you to be true to thyself, you got to be honest where you are. You Not only to yourself, but then you got to find someone a person going to make you accountable 
You just cannot be on an island by yourself because if you because you self we we'll start talking to our own self and justify our own stuff. So we need people in our lives. This is, why, this make is the reason it. why I do this. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. And we'll justify. Watch this. I tell people all the time. Yeah, you can actually what the life I live prior to being saved and living out my save and being delivered. Watch this. I had every reason. I tell people I can cry with the best of them. I was raped 12 times by Mel and Tima since the age of five years old. I can cry with wow. the best of them. I almost died three different times. I can cry with the best of them. But that don't give me the reasons to stay there. Mm. Yes, I went through that. Yes, I acknowledged the pain. I acknowledged the hurt. I acknowledged all the things I went through. But I, God said, because what I did on the cross, I nailed that all at the cross. So that that right there removed the excuses to stay in that pain. I'm giving you the ability to be free and be delivered. So you keep telling me, you keep throwing back up to God that, you know, my daddy wasn't there. My mama wasn't there. They did this to me. He said, I know what they and did And you've been saying that for 50 years. Absolutely. Watch this, mother. Watch this. This is the part that we forget. Yes, God knows exactly what you dealt with. And he gave you the grace and mercy and to walk through it. So if he gave it, yes, he allowed it. Oh, I know that thing was painful for you. I know it hurt you. I know it caused some bad things that happened in your life. (laughs) But watch this. He gave us the grace and the mercy and the and the endurance to get through it. So if he gave me the endurance, how I'm keep throwing this stuff back in his face? Come on. How I'm keep how I'm keep allowing all the lies and all the things I went through, and I keep throwing it back up to God and say, "Well, God, this is the reason why I'm like this." Because it's, He said, "I knew that when I created you. I knew I I I, I, I sit in all places. I don't just sit in one place. I sit in all places. Mm-hmm. And I knew I know that rape hurts you, but I gave you the grace." I gave you the mercy to get through. So for us to be true to ourselves, to really be true to ourselves, we have to believe, we got to know what we believe. We got to embrace it. We got to acknowledge our flaws and work, work towards our being flawless. We got to understand that we did make mistakes, and but we're not a mistake. We, we got to understand that we got to strengthen our weakness. We got to get accountability partners. We got to get other people involved to help us in those places that we're not strong in. We have to believe in ourselves and not feed and create lies in our lives. We got to renew our mind daily with his word. Wow. We got to get in his word and we got to renew our life. But last not least, to walk out our truth, we must manage our thoughts and our triggers. And our triggers. Know what makes us yes. crazy. No know one make us crazy. Know, and then, and watch what, this. Know what it is. As, and mother, when when you talk about manage, the word manage is you're doing some work. You don't just know what your triggers. You're managing. That means you're doing something. It's nothing like when I when I sit before women and I just hear people talking. Oh, I've been like this a long time, so they they know I'm like this. I said, so you really truly allow people to tolerate your mess. So mm. you're actually telling me that you can sit acknowledge that you have these issues and you're not doing anything about them and you expect everybody to just walk on eggshells because you're like this. All right. Do you know what that is? That's witchcraft. That's manipulation. That's control. 
And when we sit there and we know that we got an anger problem and we got mood swings and we got all this kind of stuff and then we know we got these issues and we, we are not managing it. Nancy, there, you know, mother, I'm going to say this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up. My mom died. When my mom died, when my mom died, it, it, it left a hole in my heart. It left a hole in my heart. And for years, um, I didn't like Mother's Day. I did not like Mother's Day. I didn't like celebrating Mother's Day. And it wasn't until we started the church is when I really started embracing the Mother Day experience. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why is I was telling them, I don't want y'all to do that. I don't want y'all to buy me anything. I don't want y'all to do anything. And they said, that, but you, my daughter, Tiffany, is the one that really helped me. She said, mom, I do understand that you don't have your mom, but I have my mom. And you take mm-hmm. away from me yes. celebrating you because you wow. still hold on. Man, that thing was revelation to me. Yes. Yes, watch yes. this. So watch this. I need I need you to hear me, audience. I need you to hear me. So because I was so willing and I wasn't open to shift that thinking, yes, I lost my mother. It was a hard thing. Yes, it, it, it brings me to my knees sometimes. But I can't allow that to pour over in other areas and I make everybody to submit to what I'm going through. And so you have to make sure whatever you're dealing with, that you're not causing people to submit what you're dealing with because you're not willing to deal with it. You got to know you're crazy. If you don't know you're crazy, other people will have to submit to your crazy. And that's not fair. You need to know you're crazy. I'm done, mother. I love y'all. And I just pray. I pray. God bless you, mother. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. God bless you, darling. And thank you for being with me this morning on my podcast live. This has been phenomenal. Yes, it has. It's been phenomenal. Somebody somebody needs to just lift their hands up in freedom. Lift your hand up in freedom. And say, woo! God, this has been phenomenal. And thank you for listening, uh, for my listening audience, for joining me today, along with my special guest. My heart is filled with joy and excitement at what the Lord is doing and what he is going to do. Amen. I want you to share, subscribe, and download other episodes. This is going to be one of the episodes, but download other episodes They each contain certain special things that would equip, empower, support, and change your life through a whole and healthy relationship with God while dealing with the matters of the heart. And it will give you strength for your journey. Amen. Now the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. I speak sweet peace today. A peace that passes all understanding. Now until next time, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. God bless you, Pastor Teresa. I love you dearly, God.